Hello everyone, welcome to the Hormone Helper Podcast. I'm Coach Andrew, your Hormone Helper from Fit For All Fitness. I personally coach over 1,600 men and women to help better understand their hormones so they can lose weight and get their metabolism back on track. With this podcast, you're going to hear from me and my special guests about everything from metabolism to thyroid to weight loss, and we even talk a little bit of sexy time as we chat to spread more knowledge thick like butter on your hormones. If you're ready to learn, I'm ready to share, so let's do this. Hey everyone, I'm very excited for this week's podcast because just like the title states, we are going to be talking about muscle development and recovery. Don't worry ladies, this won't just be an episode for just the gents as your ability to build lean muscle tissue and recover from stressors and training, they are important to you too. For some of you tuning in today, it may seem that these two topics are completely separate from each other, and technically, you are right. But the reason why I've chosen to chat about both today, though, is because they share the same hormonal system that allows for both to function. That system uses the same two hormones, cortisol and testosterone. Out of all the hormones that I can spend time talking about, these two ones I have little firsthand experience in, and they are near and dear to me because I actually continue to suffer with a dysfunction of both. It was about eight years ago that I had a varicolectomy, which is a procedure to correct improper cystic formations and growth that kind of developed around my inner groin area. Not a fun process, I can tell you, but when those growths were at their fullest, I was actually working in construction. So imagine working physically with your body every day, lifting jacks and beams, feeling like you've been punched in the gut over and over again, and even sometimes even having blood in my urine. So it wasn't a fun process, but after my surgery, my body only produced about 20% of the amount of testosterone that I needed currently. And because of this, my body has been put under a lot of stress for these past years, really trying to compensate for that energy using my hormone, which is the cortisol hormone. It has taken me more than eight years to balance my own hormones. And truthfully, I still work with specialists like endocrinologists and naturopaths at least twice a year on top of what I do to make sure that I can stay with as low medication as possible, as that is the lifestyle that I really want. I always have to watch how hard I exercise. I always have to stay conscious of how much sleep I get. And I'm especially aware of these types of food that I put into my body at any given meal. To some, that looks and sounds like a shit ton of work. And I can tell you, it actually isn't. It really isn't. For me, living my best and healthiest life is something that I look forward to every day. And I actually love to eat healthy. I love to exercise and I'm always finding new ways to move my body. And of course, I'm still gonna have days where my energy is low or I'm still gonna have times where I eat a certain piece of food and my digestion becomes off. But I know that I have to do what I have to to manage my current condition. My hormone issue, it's what I call a mechanical one. This is where a part of my body doesn't make enough, and that's because of the surgery. Nothing really short of hormone replacement therapy can actually fix that. But I like to focus on what I can control. I can control how much medication I have to take and be on, and I can control the lifestyle that I live. If my body fat is low, it's easier on my hormones. If my activity level is consistent, I can keep lean muscle tissue and my body doesn't have to work hard to create more. And if my food is organic and I intake less chemical hormones, that means that I can have stable hormones for a longer period. Now, if I choose to do all of these things and I do them consistently, my medication stays at the bare minimum dose that I need to function normally and healthily. 
That's how this works. I use the same tools and process that I use with my fit for all family on myself. Currently, I have no side effects from my replacement therapy because of the crazy low dose. I have very good energy levels throughout the day. I have no stress. My strength increases regularly and I can do almost anything in terms of my exercise and my metabolism is running hot and fast, which means I can eat what I want, but not have to be paranoid about my weight changing. That's why I absolutely need to share with you what I'm doing and why I focus so much on these two. So let's talk muscle development first. A lot of the people we come across during our discovery calls through fit for all typically share the same goals. They want to lose weight. They want to drop body fat. They want to tone up their body and have a faster metabolism alongside fixing their hormones. I get it. Like pretty much everyone and their mother wants that, but nobody really knows that a lot of these issues have to do with your body's ability to create and repair. No coincidence, your muscle size and strength have to do with the very same issue. Poor muscle development, muscle wasting, and chronic body fatigue are all symptoms that your body is struggling with either recovery or creation of those hormones. For muscle to be created, we have to first put an existing muscle under enough physical stress so that we damage it. That damage is more like a tear on the actual muscle. What happens is at the end of the evening, when we are resting, the body is going to do a system check, and then it's going to go through to see what needs to be fixed. When it comes across this damage and the slightly torn muscle, it repairs the tissue, but then it adds a little bit more on top to prevent it from tearing again. This fresh tissue on top, that's brand new muscle. That process just keeps repeating itself. So with each strand of muscle that is added, the muscle begins to be able to hold more and lift more, kind of like uh, cables on a bridge. So as your muscles begin to grow over time, they take more and more energy to maintain and more energy to recover that energy to maintain and recover. That is called your metabolism. Now, the benefit of having larger and more dense muscle, besides being able to lift heavier things is your metabolism is forced to put out more daily energy. That energy gets used to burn more fat, to burn more carbs and to operate and function every day. Long story short, more muscles means a faster and better functioning metabolism. That is why building lean tissue is so important. It's really, really easy to tear muscle. All you got to do is just push your body to the limit. Be active, go running, biking, swimming, do strength training, rock climbing. Anything's really going to cause your body to grow if done enough and if pushed to the limit. Now, how does your hormone testosterone come into play with that though? So testosterone is responsible for increasing the neurotransmitter. So these little pockets of cellular growth on the outside of the muscle lining, which encourages more muscle tissue growth. That means the more natural levels of testosterone you have, the higher chance you're going to have to have better lean muscle tissue, lower body fat, and a faster metabolism. The key to this though, is having enough testosterone for those type of benefits. So with my condition, for example, if I'm making only 20%, that means that I'm losing about 80% of my muscle development or my ability to muscle develop. That's a no goal for me. I can't push myself as hard and I have to be conscious of how much I tear because I might do too much damage that can't be repaired for that tissue. For most people out there, overtraining, it can be a real danger. And it's one of the most common things that people do these days. 
They think that running five times a week is going to double their results or lifting weights for two and a half hours a day is going to make them jacked. But really, they just end up doing more damage than they can recover, which makes them stop seeing the benefits of the testosterone. So let's say that someone is a little low on that specific hormone, whether it's a case like me or a case of hormone fatigue, your body system, of course, is going to try to lend a hand. It's going to try to make up the difference. And it does that with our stress response hormones. And this is where cortisol comes into play. So cortisol is going to come in and try to help the muscle as best as it can, but it can only aid in repairing it back to the way it was. So it can't make new muscle like testosterone can. This is the cycle that I see tons of people end up with. Their muscles don't continue to grow, but instead stay the same year over year, or even worse, their muscles decline year over year. And this is where they start to see their metabolism and their body change. That's due to the lower amount of energy that the body has to create. If you have less muscle, the body puts out less energy, which means everything slows down. Your body's fat burning process, your metabolism, your temperature, the whole shebang. The majority of people lose about two to 3% of their muscle per year this way, which means you can see a slow but steady change and decline over the way your body functions over time. I experienced the very same thing. So after my surgery, I dropped quickly from 180 pounds to 130 pounds, and I shrunk almost every single muscle that I had built. With the drop in muscle came the fat pouch that was under my lower belly, and I remember taking pictures after my treatment, looking at my stomach, absolutely shocked at what was happening to my body. I couldn't believe the amount of changes in the body fat I was putting on. It's like the moment my hormones changed, all this starting metabolism started to slow down and then that weight came up. But I can tell you, you don't have to be too paranoid because there's an easy peasy way to make sure that this doesn't happen. You can do it consistently and you can do it in a manageable way. First things first, the way that we do this is we have to focus on recovery, which is that second topic that we're talking about today. When I ask recovery, what is recovery really? You know, I had a good long chat about good quality recovery with my missus last week. We're in the process right now of trying to go to bed at 9 p.m. top. So slowly we're winding back our, our time that we're going to bed. Uh, we're doing 9.30 now, but the 30 minutes has been kind of a slow grind down that we're working. So recovery, it's actually not enough to just sleep six to eight hours in a day. While sleep is when you recover, the length of time doesn't necessarily mean an increased level of recovery. More is not better. Studies have actually shown that if you sleep for more than 11 hours in terms of sleep, you're actually risking future cognitive impairment as it limits your ability to place things into your brain and remember them. It also affects your mood and it can lead to depressive states long-term. Even better, there are people who get the best quality of life only ever sleeping six hours a day. So the ability to recover is really impacted by these three things. First thing is your resting conditions. Second is metabolism. And then the third, that is your stress control. So resting conditions are all about how you rest. And the examples are basically the conditions at which you go to rest, like the temperature on your bedroom being two to three degrees cooler than your house, or your room being completely dark, free of false or dim lighting or removing the electronics from your bedroom so the electromagnetic frequency doesn't affect your sleep stages. 
And then the level of oxygen you're intaking into your system while resting, like whether you're a nose breather or you're a mouth breather while sleeping. So all of these things affect the way that your quality of recover happens. If you have less oxygen, it means that you're not speeding up uh, the recovery time that process. If you have these frequencies, it means you're not getting into a deeper sleep range. And if the lighting conditions and temperature aren't met, it means you're not getting into a deeper sleep. So this can affect your recovery and changing those things is going to be a really good start. And that's really easy to do. Now, metabolism. Metabolism is all about how you operate, like making sure you're putting your body under physical exercise. So doing regular training routines, exercising two to three times a week and pushing your body to its limits. So the body is forced to use excess fat cells as nutrients to create that muscle. Next is eating enough nutrients to make sure those hormones are created. There are so many people who just focus on eating carbs or eating protein, and they're missing the micronutrients, the zinc, the magnesium, the potassium needed for you to be able to actually develop lean muscle tissue, to develop the testosterone. So although they're eating healthily or they might be eating regularly, they're not eating enough for what they're doing, and they're not seeing those results. Another thing that affects the metabolism is drinking more than eight glasses of water a day to help with the circulatory system of nutrients. So when we are dehydrated, think of it like a highway. We go from a five lane highway that can pass cars easily, those cars being nutrients, to a two lane highway with the same amount of nutrients that need to be passed. There's always traffic build up and that's going to slow down your body's ability to repair. And then the next thing would be changing up your activity so your body doesn't become accustomed to it. There are so many people who just do the same exercise and workout routine every single day. And the problem with that is, is your body becomes conditioned. It knows that Monday is chest day. It knows that Tuesday you're doing legs or that you're going to be starting with squats first. So what happens is, is it minimizes the amount of energy that's done because it understands what's coming next. This is why in strength training, you have to vary up your activity. You have to change the reps, the sets. You need to change the style of workouts. You need to go through phases. So that way, as you're going through, your body's like, I don't know what's coming next, and you can build. And then that last thing is consuming foods that are high in zinc, magnesium, and phytoestrogens. And this is to support testosterone production and cortisol levels. So zinc and magnesium act as a way to basically help improve your body's ability to circulate testosterone. And phytoestrogens, so phytoestrogens come in foods like mushrooms, um, also cruciferous vegetables. They basically act as very, very weak estrogens to take the place of a full estrogen. So it makes it easier on your cortisol to be able to operate during the day. So you can put that in your body and that can help the metabolism part of the recovery piece. And finally, which is the most important, your stress control. Stress control, I, I cannot stress enough. I cannot stress about stress enough <laughs> that if you do not manage your stress, it doesn't matter what you eat. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter how active you are. You're not going to see the results that you want. You have to live a lifestyle free of stress or with stress management pieces at play because otherwise this entire cycle is going to kick itself out because cortisol is the dominant hormone of a lot of the hormones you have in your body. So how can we do this stress control? Well, first thing I'd suggest is keeping a low and steady heart rate below 80 while operating through your day. 
So that means if you are someone who has a couple extra pounds on you right now and your heart rate is floating at regular 90, 100, you are putting excess physical stress on your body. And this is why we do strength training and we do cardio conditioning. It is to lower that heart rate because a high heart rate means your heart is under high amounts of stress. And think about it. If you're just walking around doing nothing at 80, that means when you're exercising, you're at 130, 140, 150. And that is extremely, extremely difficult. When I exercise, my heart rate goes to 120, 125. And then literally through each and every set that I'm resting those 30 to 40 seconds in between, it's back down to 70 to 75. And my resting heart rate is around low 30s to high 30s, sometimes it's 38 to 40. And that's because I'm so conditioned with my activity that it's really, really low. It's great. It means that my heart doesn't have to be put under a lot of stress and means my body can focus on doing other things. So from the physical stressors, keeping a low and steady heart rate, that's really, really great. Second thing, taking care of emotions and mental stressors that are taking capacity in your system. Emotions and mental stressors, they manifest as physical stress and the body thinks that it has to deal with it the same way that it has to deal with physical stress, which is pump a bunch of cortisol into your system. So if you have emotions that are not being addressed, see a therapist, talk to your partner, talk to a loved one, making sure that you're addressing these issues and you're taking care of them. If they're mental stressors like work or time, or you're having issues with your schedule or job or finances, then you need to look at ways to, which I call the three DDD. So essentially delete, delegate, or defer. That's it. Delete is what doesn't need to be present in your life. Get rid of it. Delegate. If someone can help you do it, have them do it. Really simple. And defer. Not everything needs to be done this week or the second. So maybe you need to push something off. But this is the three things that I use to basically manage the mental stressors that are taking capacity in my system. Overtraining, overtraining from a cortisol perspective. If you don't, if you overtrain, your body is essentially going to burn out physically and it's going to use excess cortisol to try and recover. So you want to make sure that you're taking time during the week to unwind and making sure that you're recovering at those rest times so that way you can fill up your cup and you can focus on you. Now with these things in check, so those three issues, okay, essentially working on your sleep, working on your metabolism and working on your stress, the quality of sleep and recovery is going to be the absolute best that it can be. Your body is going to be in what we call a steady state, which means your metabolism is going to be stable and manageable. Your muscle will be in a state of growth constantly, and you're going to have sustainable energy that you don't need coffee to rely on. These are the things that we focus on that's going to help. And this is the testosterone and the cortisol that are all responsible for making this happen. These are the same tools that we use with our clients. So if you apply at least one or two of these over the span of the week, you're going to see changes and you're going to see adjustments. Now, I appreciate you listening today as I know that this is going to help. And before you go, I've got a special surprise in store that I'm going to be launching for the month of July and essentially July moving forward. After some really long contemplation, I've decided that I'm going to be hosting a few master classes to help everyone outside our FitFam get started on their health journey. And the reason why I'm doing that is these master classes are really going to be about addressing the most amount of questions that I can about the common struggles that seem to be plaguing my Facebook Messenger inbox. So 
it's really, really important, regardless of whether you're part of our hormone reboot program or you're working with me one on one, or even if you don't not working with me, that you're still getting some type of support or you're getting the answers and tools that you're looking for. This is why I'm putting together these master classes. So I have five classes that are going to be coming out and they're going to be like this, although I haven't really decided the order, but first one's going to be launching in, in, uh, in uh, end of July. So Number one is how to deal with hormone imbalance naturally. Second masterclass is going to be all about dropping your first 10 pounds before the end of summer. Uh, number three is going to be about how to stop the yo-yo dieting. Our fourth is going to be eliminating bloating and constipation. And the fifth is going to be cutting cravings for sugar and salt. So like I said, just a heads up, those aren't in the order that I'm going to be doing them in, but I'm going to be hosting them in my private group on Facebook. And that group is called Weight Lost and Balanced Hormones Fit for All. So spots are going to be limited to 30 people for class because I want to be able to answer questions. So if you want to be on the VIP list for those dates to be able to attend for free, just request to join the group. I'll drop a link of the, of the group in the um, uh, show notes. And you're going to write down that you want to be a VIP for my master classes coming out. So you're going to join the Facebook group. And the Facebook group is, again, it's weight loss and balanced hormones fit for all. And that's on Facebook. And then when you're filling out the questions to join, it's just going to be like who you are, what are your goals? Or also write down that you want to be a VIP for my masterclass. That will allow me to basically send you the list. I'll send you the list and the dates that those masterclasses are coming out. And all of that is in the show notes. Well, it seems I'm all out of info juice for today. That's all for this episode. And thank you so much for listening. Please leave a raving review for me if you've learned something good. And make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Now, if you're in the mood for some more great content and tools to get your hormones on track, why not check out our free Facebook group and the blog on our site? We do amazing weekly trainings in our group that me and my wife call Teen Teachings that give good tips for anything hormones and metabolism related. It's also a great community where you get to share your goals and success with like-minded people just like you. I'll make sure to drop both the Facebook group link and the blog link in the show notes for you. Um, or if you're ambitious like me, the name of the group is Weight Loss and Balanced Hormones. Uh, it'll say fit for all beside it with a picture of me. So come and join us and have more fun.